Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Well, it's Friday. You know what that means. It is time for Ask Frank Anything for the next hour. I will tackle your questions on any subject. So if you want to... If you want to start queuing up with some interesting questions, some creative questions, start dialing right now at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. We will have a prize to give away for the best, the most interesting, the most creative question in the minds of our staff. So make them good. Try and think of questions that haven't been asked a dozen times before. The other thing that I wanted to mention, and this may fall into the category of It should be obvious to everyone and doesn't need repeating, but unfortunately it does. It is going to be incredibly hot over the next few days. There are, there's heat warning after heat warning. The heat is going to be oppressive. When I was walking outside with my son yesterday, the air felt incredibly thick. It was like walking in soup as you were walking around. It's going to be the similar situation today and tomorrow. Glad I'm uh, going to a little bit of a cooler climate near the water in Cape May, New Jersey. I just want to mention this because if you're in the New York City area, especially if you're elderly, this is nothing to take lightly. So I want to encourage you to do all the stuff that everybody encourages you to do. Stay indoors, ideally in an air-conditioned environment. Drink lots of water. It's a great excuse to have ice cream in a guilt-free manner or Italian ices or gelato in a guilt-free manner. Go to the movies. Enjoy some nice air conditioning in the movies. And if you can't do any of that, go to the library. The library has a great little cooling center, and they have a lot of great books there that won't clutter up your house as my books are currently cluttering my house. So stay cool. Be in a pool. Stay indoors, be careful, drink lots of water. Beam me up! To be continued. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good 
tomorrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Well, some of you may have heard about this already, but a regular guest of ours on this program and someone who was just on the show very recently, beloved New Jersey comedian Uncle Floyd Vivino has apparently been hospitalized after suffering a stroke. Now, thankfully, the good news is they say a full recovery is expected. His brother, the saxophonist and former Conan O'Brien band member Jerry Vivino posted on Facebook, for those of you wondering about Floyd, he is improving each day and his doctors are expecting a full recovery from his stroke. Your concerns and love for my brother is greatly appreciated. So that's awfully nice. Now, Uncle Floyd, who's now 71 years old, has maintained an incredibly busy performing schedule and for years he's been offering weekly live streams of vintage episodes of his TV series, The Uncle Floyd Show. He does a lot of great stuff as a live performer, a lot of great stuff on the radio. He's just terrific. And he's going to be staying with a family member who is going to be after he gets out of the hospital for therapy. And I'm going to send him a card, and I'm sure he would appreciate having a note from a lot of you. So I don't know how she feels about me putting her address out over the radio, but I think she did give me permission to share it. So I'm going to put that on my Facebook page. And if you want to send Uncle Floyd a nice note or a get well card or something along those lines, send it to the address that I'm posting right now on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash fan. Uncle Floyd is a national treasure. We hope he recovers fully and very soon and that he's back performing and that he's better than ever. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I don't know what's going on in New Jersey PTAs. If you're a member of a parent-teacher association in New Jersey and maybe anywhere else in America, my advice to you is watch your money. The second PTA treasurer in a week has been charged with theft. A Manalapan woman who served as a township elementary school's PTA treasurer has been charged with stealing, are you ready for it? More than $12,000 of its funds. Monmouth County Prosecutor Raymond Santiago announced on Wednesday that Roxanne Blasucci is charged with third-degree theft by unlawful taking and fourth-degree uttering a forged instrument. Blasucci had served as treasurer of the PTA for Taylor Mills School, an elementary school with not a huge population, but several hundred students, and she served in this position since 2018. During that time, the PTA did what PTAs do. They hosted fundraising events that brought in cash, which was counted, and given to Blasucci for deposit into the PTA bank account. An examination of financial records, witness statements, and other evidence found that on three occasions from December of 2021 through April of 2022, Blasucci gave the PTA bank statements documenting deposits totaling slightly more than $18,500, but the official bank records only verified deposits for slightly more than $6,000. Additionally, in June of 2022, Blasucci altered a PTA bank statement by omitting a debit card transaction in the amount of $75, then understated electronic payments by that precise amount 
in an effort to hide the theft. The reason I'm mentioning this, and it might be a hyper-local story even for the local spotlight, is because these PTA treasurers are handling tens of thousands of dollars. If you're someone that's actually going to steal money from a child's school, you're, I think, a total lowlife and are really, really just completely despicable. However, I think this underscores the importance of selecting someone to be a PTA treasurer or the treasurer of any volunteer organization that is well qualified. Most important thing about a treasurer is you need someone that's not going to steal the money. A lot of times when it comes to these volunteer organizations, we get in the habit of just selecting someone that's willing to do it. No, that is not a good enough criterion for being the treasurer. You have to be willing, able, and honest. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WBC. Local Spotlight. I apparently will never learn. Every time I praise the mayor for something, he does something the next day, which is just so mind-bogglingly stupid, which makes me regret praising him. Yesterday, Mayor Eric Adams, who I praised yesterday for his handling of a heckler, was calling out a critic who questioned the city's response to the ongoing migrant crisis during a fiery exchange in the evening. He was confronted by Marie Lynch, a Honduran native and a a Queens Republican activist who accused him of catering to asylum seekers after he spoke at a tribute for Tony Bennett. Here's how it went down. Why are you treating illegal aliens better than you're treating Americans? Why are you treating illegal aliens better than you're treating Americans? Why are you destroying the city with illegal aliens? Mr. Mayor, four more years. Okay. I'm asking. I'm asking you a question. Why are you destroying the city? I'm providing for illegal aliens when the veterans are mentally ill on the street around the corner from here. How much do you have an accident? Okay, I have an accident, but that's why I ask you. Nobody right. can call me a racist. Right. Did you have an okay. accident? You have an accident? Yes, I have an accident. And I'll tell you why. I work here. I never ask for a dime from anybody. Okay. They don't want to ask for a dime. Okay. Yes, they do. You've given them free medical care. Free housing. Listen, I'm just worried about my he repeatedly mentions the fact that she has an accent. Now, she's just as much of a New Yorker as anyone else, and she's in this country and this city legally. Why is the mayor accent shaming? The point she brought up and the question that she raised was absolutely appropriate. If you don't want to answer, don't answer. Don't mock someone's accent. My grandfather had a heavy Italian accent because that's where he was born. This is the country that he chose to live in, and he was an incredibly proud American. I wouldn't want his accent mocked by Eric Adams any more than Marie Lynch should have her accent mocked by the mayor. City Hall defended the mayor calling out her accent by saying, as the mayor often says, unless you're of indigenous descent, your family came from somewhere else. It's true of the vast majority of New Yorkers. That's the only point the mayor was making. Well, something tells me he wouldn't have made that point if she didn't have the Central American accent. Shame on you, Mr. Mayor. Shame on you. Beam me up! To be continued.